the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. It's Arthur Idala on AM 970. The answer. This is the Arthur Idala Power Hour with quintessential New Yorker attorney Arthur Idala, New York's go to lawyer. He's here to share his stories from in the courtroom and around the city with interviews from high profile guests and everyday folks calling in to talk about everything from politics, lifestyle, health and wellness, and more. And now, your host, making the case for the city he loves, attorney Arthur Idala. Okay, it looks to me like it is 6.04 on a uh, Thursday evening here in New York City. This is Arthur Idala, and you're listening to the Arthur Idala Power Hour on AM 970, The Answer, with uh, engineer, producer, chief of operations at AM 970, Matt Sambolino. What's up, Sambolino? Good evening, Arthur. I'm doing good. How are you? Oh, well, you know, every time I get to be blessed with the good fortune of being in the same room with Joan Pelzer. It's, you know, it's just like I want to. Yes, she does drive me crazy. Although today she was today she was pretty tame. Oh, I know why. She was all caught up with Imran today, so she kind of wasn't wasn't running around on mic, lady, on mic. You're on. Just go close <laughs> to the microphone. I'm going to pull it off like I did. Camens takes it off the stand and he holds no, 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 it. No, you're not going to be on that. Yeah, you're not going to be on that long. <laughs> Um, so you look very are. nice in your purple today. Is there a reason oh, for the purple? You. No, no, I just got up. I felt so. Here's the craziness. For those of you, um, I want to say thank you first of all to all of our listeners because I went to a, like three different times yesterday in three different locations. People were like, either I love your show or I listen to your show or. Was it Tuesday night when basketball jumped in on us? They were like, I turned yeah. on the radio and your show wasn't on. Um, someone else is like, my wife is addicted to your show. So I want to thank everybody for listening. Um, and those of you who listen like kind of remotely, um, whether it's on streaming or stuff, because you can hear us all over the country, uh, the weather is nuts. So like Joan wants to know why I'm wearing this. Like yesterday I was wearing a very light suit because it was 60 degrees. And then today when I got out to take Arthur to school, I was like, I'm just freezing out. So I have a little bit of a heavier suit on. Um, we are going, look, there's been all of this stuff in the news about subway crime, subway crime, subway crime. And um, I am achieving one of the goals that I had for this show when I started two, uh, two years and change ago. Uh, to give you guys just direct information. And we're going to have the chief of transit of the NYPD, literally the person who is in charge of keeping us safe on the subways. Those of you who are regular Idola, uh, listen, I was going to say Idola Bertuna and Cam's listeners. Those of you who are regular Idola Power Hour listeners, um, know him well. He even co-hosted last week when I wasn't here, I think a week ago tonight, Chief Michael Kemper. He, um, he is going to come on just in a couple of moments and talk about, uh, you know, what's going on in the subways, and there's more patrolmen, and I'll give that to you in a second. Also in very local news, because, you know, I like to keep things, like, live and local here. Um, 
Mayor Adams, another aide to Mayor Adams, Winnie Greco, who we uh, already knew, it was already reported that she was under investigation. What was she under investigation for? Allegedly, allegedly. She lives, I believe, in the Bronx, and allegedly the Department of Investigation is looking at her for um, promising a campaign worker during the campaign a job in the administration if she... um, if this person did some work on her kitchen, um, there's also some, it's all about the money, the money raising aspect of the Adams, uh, campaign. You know, the, the real problem, you know, I was thinking of this, you know, I always relate things back to ourselves. We all do. I'm not just the only like selfish person, but how, when you're in a position of like a leader, how the people around you, especially those immediately around you, how what they do affects you, affects the leaders. So no one is saying Eric Adams did anything wrong here, but the buck stops there. And it goes to, I guess, the character of people and now uh, you choose and how they conduct themselves. Uh, you know, now look, he's got 350, I think, employees who work directly under the mayor's office. I have 25. But, you know, truth be told is... If one of my, if someone here makes a mistake, I'm talking about like a legal mistake, like we put in a motion that's inferior or wrongly filed, you know, it's going to be the Idala law firm screwed up. Um, so, you know, as I typically do, like I feel bad for Eric Adams here because, you know, the whole thing is home of top New York City mayor, Eric Adams, aide raided by FBI. You know, sometimes they're not even using her name. I mean, her name in the headline here happens to be Winnie Greco. She is the liaison to the Asian American community, Asian Affairs, the director of Asian Affairs. Um, obviously, when the FBI is coming to your house, it's it's not fun. This is, I believe, the third person in the Adams administration that they whose home they have uh, gone into, and I, usually they're collecting electric stuff, electronic stuff. Um, you know, your cell phone, your iPad, all that kind of thing. Um, and, you know, look, de Blasio was, was in the hot seat when he was there. I don't have any recollection of Bloomberg being in the hot seat, nor anyone in the Giuliani administration. I could be totally wrong about that. Definitely in the Ed Koch administration, there were people in the hot street, Donald Manis, the whole parking violations bureau thing, and people committed suicide over that. Uh, whole situation, but we live in a very different world than the the late seventies, early eighties when Ed Koch, uh, well, mid eighties when Ed Koch was the the mayor. Um, I can tell you what I know because it's nothing; it's not privileged. It seems like Eric Adams is is okay. He's going to be okay, but there's some people around him who may have um, broken some some laws. And when the feds look at you and the feds want you, they usually get their mark. Um, Eric has some, the mayor has some very good lawyers around them. I, I know them. And they'll do their best to protect him. Uh, the uh, I don't know who Winnie Greco's attorney is, but honestly, there's not much to do at this point. They have her stuff. They're going to do an analysis of it. They're going to juxtapose it to other evidence they have. A, a lot of times... It's like putting a big jigsaw puzzle together and uh, they look at who they need to what pieces they need and then they go out there and try to get the pieces. And if I'm going to 
tie it into Ghislaine Maxwell because honestly in this office right now that's all we're talking about because we're arguing her appeal in i don't know 14 days is it 14 days yeah less i think it's 12 days 13 days yeah it's 14 days from yesterday um when they put the jigsaw piece puzzle together they go from the bottom up so they don't arrest the top guy and then look at who's beneath him. They do it just the opposite. They try to pick off people beneath them, threaten them and scare the daylights out of them, and then try to get them to flip and cooperate to get more evidence against the big bad wolf, whomever that is. And um, that's not what they did in Jeffrey Epstein. So what they did there was they got the big guy and they didn't get anyone else. And Ghislaine's name is nowhere in the... Um, Indictment, nowhere in the police paperwork surrounding the indictment, surrounding that initial part of the investigation. It only comes up when he's dead. There's no one to blame for this crime they've been saying and alleging is so hor horrific that they said Jeffrey Epstein was this monster. He's now gone. So they needed a surrogate. They needed to put a crosshair somewhere else. And my point is when they put the crosshairs on you, uh, you got a big problem. Uh, you know, it's the SDNY. They call it the Sovereign District District of New York because they kind of do their own things. They don't follow the rules of the of Washington and the Department of Justice. So um, the people around Eric Adams are probably are rightly concerned. Eric Adams, who I have not spoken to now in a couple of weeks, but, you know, he should be rightly concerned. Anytime the feds look at you, it's scary. Ask Elaine Maxwell, who's serving a 20-year term in prison, which hopefully will be reversed uh, sometime in 2024 or even maybe even thrown out. We'll talk about that case more in depth. We'll have Diana Fabi Sampson on as a guest since she's the one who wrote the brief and we'll be arguing it. But I think we need to keep it local. I think we need to talk about crime in the subways because yesterday we had Christine Nicholas on talking about congestion pricing and how many of us will be riding the subways more because we don't want to pay $15 on top of the whatever it is toll. I don't even look at the toll because it gets you nauseous to drive in. So um, let's talk about safety in the subways. Let's get Chief Michael Kemper of the NYPD. He is the chief of transit. Let's get him on the line. And hear exactly what's going on down in the subways. Don't go away. It's the Author Idola Power Hour. We'll be right back. Maintain muscle mass and fuel your body with Invite Health's brand new plant protein powder. Looking to stay lean and strong? This vegan plant protein powder packs a punch with 20 grams of protein per serving. Flax and chia seeds along with pumpkin and rice proteins help energize the body and fuel the muscles. Take an extra 10% off Invite's plant protein by calling 800-673-2345. That's 800-673-2345. Save even more with our new everyday low prices plus the additional 10% off Invite Health's plant protein powder. Visit invitehealth.com to check out our entire product line and call 800-673-2345 for 10% off plant protein powder today. That number again, 800-673-2345 or go to invitehealth.com. Bay Ridge Honda on 88th Street and 4th Avenue, Bay Ridge, Brooklyn, run by my buddy, 
Rob Sabah. Everyone knows Rob Sabah. He's a very handsome, bald, bald man. Uh, the Sabah family has owned and operated this Honda dealership for over 60 years. 60 years serving all five boroughs. More people have gotten their cars there than I can tell you about. Even I just told you last week, uh, my nephew Nicholas's uh, best friend, Jacob, he just got the new smoking hot Civic Sport SI, whatever, hot little four-door machine. Um, it is a great, great vehicle. The Honda is a great, great product. And the rest of this month, all today, you get to pick the, oh, actually this may go into March. I'm not sure. We'll see. I just, I just recorded a new one. They keep having new deals all the time. Um, they're offering a $1 down deal. Drive a brand new Honda home for just a dollar down or a $1 oil change, which means it's a no money down deal for your car. Or you get a $1 oil change, which is probably saving you, I don't know, 30, 40 bucks. The choice is yours. Um, at Bayridge Honda, right now, they have all brand new Honda models like the Honda Civic, the HRV, the CRV, the Accord, the Passport. Bayridge Honda has them all ready for you to drive home. They have low finance rates, no payments until spring 2024. That's 90 days with no payments. The best prices around and top dollar for your trading vehicle. Bayridge Honda serves all five boroughs of New York and all of New Jersey. The new vehicles come with their Bayridge Plus package for all of your service needs. Visit Bayridge Honda, 4th Avenue and 88th Street in Bayridge, Brooklyn, or online at BayridgeHonda.com. This is Joe Piscopo. The following is a medical minute sponsored by my friends at InfuCare RX. InfuCareRx.com, improving quality of life one patient at a time. March is National Nutrition Month an annual campaign created by the Academy of Nutrition and Dietetics. Dietitians help patients in various settings to make healthy food choices by incorporating new foods and flavors in their meal plans. As a registered dietitian, I work with patients who receive parenteral nutrition or intravenous nutrition at home. Our goal is to inspire people to make good food choices and create custom plans to meet their daily nutritional requirements, whether the nutrients are eaten by mouth or delivered intravenously. Stay tuned to learn more about parenteral nutrition during the month of March. This Medical Minute is sponsored by InfuCareRx, and the information, comments, or views expressed by the guests are their own and do not necessarily reflect the views of InfuCareRx. Please consult your medical professional for any medical questions, opinions, or guidance. When it comes to you not being here anymore or being really sick, planning is the key. Planning for the future is important. Are you and your family protected? If you're not around to make the decisions, who will? Are your assets protected from probate and nursing home costs? The time to plan is now. Wills, trusts, power of attorneys, healthcare proxies, living wills, your overall estate plan needs to be addressed. The goal of Connors and Sullivan's attorneys is always the protection of your rights and interests. They've been helping people like you plan their estates and protect their families for over 40 years. Visit them for free, no obligation consultation. Call Connors and Sullivan, the lawyers at Connors and Sullivan today to schedule a free in-person consultation with an attorney at any of their convenient locations in Brooklyn, Manhattan, Queens, or Staten Island. Call them at 718-238-6500, 718-238-6500. Visit their website at connorsandsullivan.com. And remember what Mike Connors always says, the biggest mistake when it comes to estate planning is not planning at all. Listen to AM 970 The Answer on Alexa. Tune in, iHeart, or odyssey.com.
Yes, yes, yo. And you don't stop. Keep it on. The sock in the place. Spring of 1987. But I don't like It's Chief Michael Kemper, the chief of the NYPD's Transit Bureau. He is the man who keeps us safe under the ground when you're on the subway, where the Beastie Boys took so many photographs for their albums. Chief Kemper, yep. number one, thank you for filling in uh, for me last week. I heard you did a spectacular job. I appreciate that. First of all, welcome back. Hope you had uh, a, a I nice hung out with Mickey Mouse. I hung out with Mickey Mouse. He's a good man, Mickey Mouse. He's famous, no? He, he's pretty famous, but my, my seven-year-old kid is so sharp. He's like, Dad, let me ask something. In the cartoons, Mickey Mouse talks, right? He goes, but how come now when we see him in person, he's here, he's smiling, <laughs> but he's not saying anything to me? I was like, well, you That's know. That's a great question. Oh yeah, believe me. Oh, yeah, I'm not. <laughs> I'm not getting too much by that little kid. Um, but Let's, you know what? Go ahead. I was going to say it's the most expensive place on earth now. Oh, that's what everyone's shirt says. But I got to be honest with you, Mike. I, I loved it. Like if my wife, and my, it's of all course. because of my wife. It is all because she knows how to work these apps. She knows how to. She hooked us up with the lodging, with the restaurants, with all these lightning lanes and genie lanes, and we didn't wait for more yeah. than fifteen twenty minutes on a ride. It was fantastic. Um, uh, I am. So talk to me. You know, the reason why I did this radio show in the beginning was to educate uh, listeners, hopefully in an entertaining way, um, but with real news. So I'm lucky to have you on and Chief Chell on and Ingrid Lewis Martin on, who's the chief advisor to the mayor and other real New Yorkers who really have their fingers on the pulse. So, I'm, you know, there's this big article in the Post about, you know, there's less um, police officers underground and now there's more police officers. Chief Kemper, mm -hmm. you're the chief of patrol. You know the truth. Tell us what's going on. So, uh, busy. There's a lot going on. Um, a lot going on in, uh, you know, uh, February, end of February, <clears throat> we're at right now, which is uh, crazy how quick this year is going. But look, the first month of the year was, uh, you know, busy for us. It was a challenging month. We were up in crime. We spoke about this 45% in crime for the month of January. Uh, we realized that we had to do something quickly. And, uh, you know, Mayor Adams, Police Commissioner Caban, uh, both of them uh, directed more resources, a lot more resources into the subway system, all in the name of public safety. So starting the first week in February, uh, upwards of a 1,000 additional police officers. <clears throat> Forgive me, Garth. I'm, I'm uh, choking to death over here. It's okay. Nice and uh, slow. Brother. We're not going anywhere. you got a whole two segments. we got a commercial in the meeting. Nice and easy. Upwards of a 1,000 uh, additional police officers a day were assigned to uh, police and patrol the subway system starting the first week in February. And, look, we're going to talk about high-profile incidents, um, I'm, I'm sure. Um but, uh, you know, when you're looking at the overall crime picture, uh, overall crime in the subway system is down 20% so far for the month of February. You know, with one day, you know, today's the last day of the month. So, look, the additional resources, the extra cops, um, they definitely had a positive effect on crime. But, look, we've had a few very, very unfortunate and very, you know, unacceptable and, and tragic incidents in the subway system, you know, most recently this morning in, uh, in, in uh, Brooklyn. So, Chief, you know, 
I, I got to tell you this. I um, One of my listeners who listens on a regular basis, he sent me an email today, uh, and I think it was based off of your, um, I don't know if it's your tweet or one of these things here. When Probably. You really say, you know, uh, arrests are up this year dramatically versus prior years, but unfortunately, your cops find themselves arresting the same people over and over and over again. This example, your cops have arrested this recidivist career criminal six times already this year, 2024, and 47 times that we could talk about in his career, and yet a judge immediately released him. How is this advancing public safety? safety? New Yorkers deserve better. So, Chief of Transit, Mike Kemper, expound on that a little bit and, and sound off a little bit. Yeah, and uh, I think the public has the right to know uh, what's going on. And, uh, you know, that incident, uh, I stand by that tweet. I stand by every one of my tweets. People could fact check them. Uh, some of them seem outlandish because there's so, uh, there's so many arrests attached and such crazy sets of circumstances and decisions are made. Uh, but I, I tweet like that regularly, and it's important that the public recognizes that you know, the police department, our job is to prevent crime, uh, investigate crime, and make arrests uh, when it's uh, appropriate. Uh, but there there are other people that are part of this uh, justice system. There are other stakeholders. There's prosecutors. There's judges. There's lawmakers who all have an important role and, and, and have, you know, active roles in, in public safety. And, and without them uh, doing their roles properly... Uh, and responsibly, uh, you, you know, what are we doing? So, but we find ourselves arresting the same people over and over again. We spoke about this author a, a few times. Uh, we're probably going to be speaking about this uh, a, a lot more, unfortunately. But, you know, why are we arresting people 50 times, 100 times? That's the better question. You know, and, and again, I say this all the time. A lot of people think like the NYPD, we're the end all. We make the arrest. We sentence people. We put them in jail. You know, once we make that arrest, we hand that arrest off to the rest of the justice system, the people I just spoke to, and then it's up to them to make decisions on, on, on how these cases proceed and what the consequences are. It's not up to us. So let me, um, I, I get it, and that obviously that makes total sense, and just everyone knows I, I'm part of the system, and what Chief Kemper is saying is absolutely correct. Um, the prosecutor's office, you know, it goes from, the arrest goes to ECAB, the Early Case Assessment Bureau, and basically all five boroughs works the same. And then that process, so the pro, so the police officers tell the whether it's a detective or a police officer tells the prosecutor these are what these are the charges I think the the person should be charged with. The prosecutor then has the final say as to what the ultimate charges are. There are times when they lower them. There are times when they raise them. There are times most of the times they keep them the same. And then they go in front of a judge. And here's the truth, and I'm being straight up with you from what I see, especially in the borough of Manhattan. They, they ask for very little bail, um, if any at all. Uh, and it, this is the part that's going to blow your mind. Especially on people who have these like a lot of record, a lot of a lot of prior arrests, because they feel, I guess, that they've been getting beat up or picked on by the system, so they don't want them sitting in Rikers Island waiting for the next, you know, waiting for the, their case to be heard. So they're asking for no bail, and then you'll have someone who come in front of a judge who's never been in trouble before, and they will ask for bail, which is it just it's a little nuts. Um, but then it goes into the judge's hands, and sometimes the judges do have discretion based on. Some of the, 
existing bail laws and some of the newer tweaks to the bail laws. And other times, which blows my mind, they don't have any discretion. They have to say, you know, no bail. So what Chief Kemper is complaining about is that we're arresting the people and we're handing them off to the system, to the prosecutors and to the judges where we don't have any input whatsoever. I mean, the NYPD has zero input at that point and they're not doing the right thing. And I'm not disagreeing with what you're saying, Chief. But I have two minutes left before we jump back into a commercial. One of the headlines I saw was the New York City subway violence surge comes after police patrols plummeted to levels not seen since the Blasio administration. Could you comment on that? Yeah, so let me just jump on what you just said before also. And who's really paying the price on this? You know, who's paying the prices? It's the law-abiding New Yorkers who just want to go about their lives in peace without becoming victim of a crime. I mean, really, if you think about it, who's paying the price on that? And, and really, and, and, and this is justice for who? Justice for the criminals or justice for law-abiding New Yorkers? That's the question. But uh, say that again. What was the question, Arthur? Sure. I apologize. It's very, it's, it, no, it's, it's very simple. Um, it, the, it was all New over York the Post newspaper Post. yesterday. The New York Post about the de Blasio administration and how police patrols have plummeted to levels not seen yeah. since then. So, yeah, okay. So um, last year, in, actually in 2022, crime was spiking. Listen, we all remember this. Crime was up in October of 2022, over 40% for the year. And that's when the mayor and the governor uh, came up with the Cops, Cameras, and Care program. Huge investment to put cops into the subway system. And that gave us... Uh, uh, the the availability to put 1,200 additional cops a day into the subway system, uh, and we had that for months, and it worked. You know, immediately went from that 46, 42 percent increase. Um, crime was stabilized, and crime was down. Crime actually went down uh, with that increased uh, police presence and enforcement. Uh, but look, you know, we we were honest from day one and very upfront that wasn't going to be sustainable. Uh, for for an extended long period of time, it wasn't going to be sustainable for a couple of reasons. One, money, it costs money, right? This was funded on overtime, and also the cops. We were burning our cops out. They were working seven days a week, some of them ten, twelve hours a day. So crime was stabilized. Uh, we we pulled back off it a little bit. Uh, we ended the year down in crime, and then January came. I just spoke to you before. We were spiking in crime and. Investments were made again, and we're upwards of a thousand more cops in February. Crime is down. So, if anyone has any questions in relation to do police officers have an effect on crime, I just gave you two examples. You know, not only did they have an effect on crime, an immediate effect on crime, bringing crime down. All right, so Chief Kemper, we're going to take a break right now. It's the bottom of the hour, 629. Um, and then I want to come back, and if you can, without, you know, overwhelming us, I would love to hear a couple of the statistics because I looked at them and I understand crime is up, but I like when you juxtapose it, how many, you know, serious felonies there are compared to how many human beings are actually riding the subway. So folks, don't go away. Uh, This is a very special show because, you know, as the headlines of page two, page three, page four of all the local papers talk about crime in the subway, you are hearing from the person who is in charge of controlling crime in the subways, Chief Michael Kemper, the chief of the Transit Bureau of the NYPD. We're going to take a quick break at the bottom of the hour. This is Arthur Idala on the Idala Power Hour. We'll be right back. Legal Night fires up, 
right on time, just in time for you to have the biggest legal stories of the day brought to you with expertise from legal all-star Imran Ansari and yours truly, Kevin McCullough. That's tonight at 7. Are you ready for an adventure of a lifetime? Journey with me, Dr. Sebastian Gorka, and my friend and colleague Mike Gallagher on the Patriots Alaska cruise this summer. An incredible opportunity to engage with other like-minded patriots on an epic seven-day cruise over Fourth of July weekend. Witness the untouched wilderness of Alaska over pristine water, all while celebrating America's past and future. June 29th to July 6th. Call 855-565- 5519 or go to PatriotsAlaskaCruise.com Two games remain on the Syracuse basketball schedule, including Saturday's clash at Louisville. The Orange go for the season sweep of the Cardinals Saturday at 8 on AM 970 The Answer. New York's home for Syracuse University basketball. Let's talk about my friends at Plaza College. Um, You know, Everyone knows that I've been talking about Plaza College nonstop um, because I've been there. Actually, I hope uh, I get invited back. It was such a positive experience meeting the young people, meeting the instructors, seeing what a gorgeous facility. And I don't say that lightly. I, I you know, I go to a lot of campuses. Uh, Luca and I just, you know, did a whole college tour thing. Plaza College is spectacular. And obviously, you know, as a lawyer, I am t- constantly in co- touch with court reporters. And court reporters are in dire need right now, really dire need. I have prosecutors telling judges that they aren't turning over discovery evidence, which they're obligated to, because there aren't enough court officers to transcribe them. Courts, schools, television stations, they're all seeking these professionals to record and caption everything from depositions, classes, grand jury minutes, trial minutes, live shows, sporting events, everything in between. With the national shortage, the National Court Reporters Association partnered with Plaza to offer a free two-week virtual seminar that gives a glimpse into the world of court reporting and captioning. The program is called A to Z and it's being offered free and can be completed from the convenience of your home. So sign up today by emailing info at plazacollege.edu. That's info at plaza P-L-A-Z-A, college.edu. My name is Imran Ansari, and I lead the Civil Litigation Division of Idala, Bertuda & Kamins, the preeminent New York litigation law firm. The tires screech, the impact is felt. Boom, you've just been in a car accident. It's a scary situation that none of us want to experience. But if you have been injured in a car accident, then you may be entitled to significant monetary compensation for your injuries. It's important you speak to an attorney right away to make sure your rights are protected. Myself and our team of experienced trial attorneys will never settle for less than what you deserve. We are always ready to go to court to fight for you and seek justice. So if you or a loved one have been injured in an accident, don't delay. Call Idala Fortuna and Cammon at 212-486-0011. That's 212-486-0011. Or visit us on the web at idalalaw.com. Idalalaw.com. Idala Bertuna and Cammons. Fighting for justice. Fighting for you. Fazdeck Industries helps with all of your construction, your demolition, and your weekly waste removal needs. They have roll-off containers from 10 to 40 yards, perfect for house, attic, and garage cleanouts, or construction and demolition debris. Fazdeck specializes in the removal and recycling of dirt, rock, concrete, brick, and asphalt in all five boroughs in every corner of New Jersey, and now serving Westchester County. Fazdeck is the number one supplier of recycled products. 
Fastech. Fastech is the number one wholesaler of virgin quarry materials, and Fastech is the number one provider of roll-off containers. So you want to call Fastech today. Call them at 718-494-1600. That's 718-494-1600. Mention this ad on the Idala Power Hour AM 970, and you'll get $25 off your next roll-off container rental. Go online to FazTechIndi, F-A-Z-T-E-C-I-N-D.com. FazTech Industries is now serving Westchester County. FazTech Industries is a DeFazio company. Listen to us online at am970theanswer.com. Tune in, iHeart, Alexa, or odyssey.com. Hold it now. We return now with lifetime New Yorker and legal analyst, attorney Arthur Idala and the Arthur Idala Power Hour. All right. If we keep having uh, Mike Kemper on every uh, Thursday, we're going to go through the whole License to Ill album. Uh, all right. We are back here. It is 6.35. We got... Mike Kemper, he's the chief of the transit bureau of the NYPD. We got him for like another 10 minutes. We're going to hang on to him pretty tight. Um, chief, tell me, you know, you talk about these, the, the numbers going up, and I know they're going up, or they have gone up, especially in the month of January. Um, but I need you to, so people really have an idea of what we're talking about, just give them some ideas of how they gone up. Like, give me some real numbers versus how many human beings are riding the subways. So we're averaging just about four million daily riders in the New York City subway system. Uh, so that, that, but that does that mean? Let me just ask you. I'm sorry to interrupt you so quickly, but when you mean four million, that means there's two million going to work and two million coming back from work. Yeah, it's two million. Sw- uh, not two million. It's it's swipes. Okay, so it's four million uh, swipes a day. Right. It, listen, and that's paid. <laughs> right. I got you. I got you. I got you. Very good. Very good, Chief. All right. Go ahead. So we're talking about four million swipes. Go ahead. Yeah, yeah. Um, and uh, we're averaging, uh, in the New York City subway system, we average 6.2 uh, felonies a day. Um, but look, stats are stats. Arthur, listen, stats are stats. It's how do people feel. And, and that goes to if people don't feel comfortable, what do these stats really mean? Right? Like I said, February, we're down 20% in crime this February versus last February. What does that mean to that poor MTA conducted this morning that got slashed unprovoked while he was working what does that mean to him and his family right and i want to talk about that for a minute if i may please do so you know very tragic um unfortunate incident this morning we had a conductor this happened at about 3 40 a.m uh, a conductor's uh pulls into the rockaway avenue station he's uh on an a train uh he's going toward uh queen's and he pulls into the station, you know how to conduct his stick, the heads out the window to make sure the platform's clear. Sticks his head out of the uh, window to make sure the uh, platform's clear. And someone walks up to him and slices him with a, a sharp object. Really, really nasty, uh, deep uh, injury he sustains. You know, really, another few uh, inches. I'm, I'm grimacing. Directly. I mean, I'm actually grimacing. I mean, what yeah. a shame. And, what a sh- absolute yeah. shame. Could you imagine? I mean, just could you freaking imagine? Like, like who would so do that's this? Just so, just so everyone understands, because I would love to follow this up. And Joan, I want to follow this up. This is assault in the first degree. 
This guy should be charged with assault to the first degree. And depending on exactly where the cut is, if it's anywhere close to like his jugular vein or anything like that, I would, as a prosecutor, I would charge the guy with attempted murder. I, I yeah. Really and, and trust me, me those conversations are going to The be headline happy. says this is an attempted murder. That's what the headline says. Okay. I'm sure the chief would agree. Yeah, I, I, I would. And I don't think there's any room in civilized society for whoever did this. What I jurisdiction is this in? This is in Brooklyn, Kings County. All right. You know, Eric, so, Gonzalez, Eric and D.A. Gonzalez, you know, he'll, he'll, he'll take this very seriously. Arthur, D.A. Gonzalez is taking it very seriously. I spoke to him today personally. Okay, All right. Good. So you know, we don't have an arrest yet. Detectives have this case. Uh, they're investigating it. But when an arrest is made, um, you know, th- this person should be put away and the key should be lost. That's my opinion. But look, you want to talk about MTA assaults because that's the... Uh, that's the conversation that's been going on for a while. Um, last year in 2023, I'm going to give you some facts that they, and, and listen listen closely. And this goes to write everything I talk about recidivism and lack of consequences. Are you ready for this? So last year in 2023 in New York City, there were 60 MTA employees victim of a felony assault. All right. 38 people, actually 43 arrests were made with 38 people. So there were actually people that assaulted MTA employees multiple times. So let's take a look at these 38 people, 38 unique people that were arrested for assaulting an MTA employee, which, by the way, is a felony, and which, by the way, is a felony for a reason because it's a serious offense, right? These 38 people combined have 664 total arrests. Arthur, I'm going to give you another code word that we could speak of. Okay, 664 arrests between these 38 people. That averages to about 17 and a half per person arrested. Could you imagine? It's ridiculous. And, you know, I, I don't want to put you on the spot. And I don't know if you have this, but I would love to know the, the, the boroughs. Like, in other words, which, which DAs are doing what and what, you know, I mean, and, and that's a little I, I have the boroughs. I have the boroughs. Um, why, why don't we cut to the shave, to... Chief? Why, why don't you just tell me, based on the statistics, this isn't your opinion, based on the statistics you're looking at, who's the most lenient or who is, is well, not I don't want to talk lenient. I'll tell you where they're happening. Um, Bronx, number one, followed by Manhattan, close, close second. It's like that would be a photo finish. Um, and then far behind third and fourth is Brooklyn and then Queens. So that's your ranking order with the number of assaults on MTA employees in 2023. Now, I don't know. Maybe, Chief, you do. I know that a certain uh, uniformed people in, the, in our community, uh, like even the, the people who write the tickets, you know, tra- transit tickets, you know, uh, parking tickets, if they get assaulted, it's a higher felony. I think it like bus drivers. I wonder if the same is true for conductors. It is. It's, it's all... It's basically, Arthur, it's, it's basically any on-duty MTA employee while they're working. Okay. And, it's, and the, so, the, the, the punishment gets elevated. Well, listen, it's a felony. It's an assault, too. So, okay. in other words, let me give you an example. If, if someone were to punch um, Jane Smith, just a, a 40-year-old rider, and punch her in her arm and give her a black and blue, that would be an assault three misdemeanor. But if Jane Smith was an MTA employee working and during the course of her uh, duties was working and punched, that charge would be raised to a felony. Uh, And that's really to protect our MTA employees. 
Right. And, and, that's and, a, and, and there's a real jail center. Just so folks know, the assault no, rate no, is a no, misdemeanor. No. Arthur, there is no real jail sentence. There should be a real jail sentence. Because if you want to talk about dispositions, your head will spin on the dispositions. Go ahead. Because, because not many people at all are even going uh, to trial. Not many people at all are even being brought to a grand jury. You know, off the top of my head, and I could be off by maybe one, maybe two tops. Um, out of these arrests, you know, maybe 10 or 11 uh, were brought to a grand jury. The rest of them were disposed of, disposed of with discons, disposed of with low-level misdemeanors, and then sealed. I mean, just, just think about what I'm, I'm, what I'm uh, talking about when we talk about recidivism. And look, 60 MTA employees were assaulted last year. Over 100 cops were assaulted in the subway system last year. Think about that. And, and listen, it's the same thing. If you assault a cop, it's a felony. And there should be real strong consequences, right? And it's the same type of dispositions. It's the same type of, you know, follow through this criminal justice system process. And, and look, if you take those 100 cop assaults and 60 MTA assault, uh, employee assaults, they account for just about 30% of all assaults in the subway system. That's how big of an issue this is. So you're talking about the MTA assaults, the assault on MTA workers, and assault on NYPD officers. That's, would you say, 30% of all yeah, assaults in 20, the system? Yeah, 29%, 30%, yeah. Okay. Of, of uh, all. And, you know, you, you gave me a little ranking of where this is taking place. So the Bronx and Manhattan. So basically the, the Bronx DA's office and the Manhattan DA's office aren't stepping up to the plate and doing what they need to do, well, especially no, when you're talking about recidivism. Well, I'm, I'm telling you where the offenses are taken, are taking place. Right? Yeah, but you're, you're also telling me very few people are going to and jail. Arthur, and Arthur, I'm not dodging the question. Trust me, I'm not. And, and for, for the people that you know, don't listen to me or don't know who I am, uh, I'm very, very transparent, and, and I speak my mind. That's not what I'm saying. What I'm saying is, is that where, you know, where, the, uh, uh, where these crimes are occurring. No, but you all, yeah, hold on, hold on, Chief Kemper, I mean, who's the chief of transit at the NYPD. Um, yep. But you also said very few of them are going to jail. Very few, if any. Okay, so and if it, so, if they're primarily happening or happening more in Bronx or Manhattan, that means at least those two offices are, are not taking this as seriously as I will tell you. Bob Morgenthau would have, Joe Hines would have, Dick Brown would have. That's the DA of Manhattan and Brooklyn and Queens when, when they were at the helm. Or, listen, uh, D.A. Arthur Adala would probably do better. Mike uh -oh. Kevin would do better. <laughs> you better I, I, hope Eric, I hope Eric Gonzalez isn't listening. He'll start getting nervous and start raising more money for his re-election committee. Don't worry, uh, I'm not going to Brooklyn. Don't, don't worry, Eric. I'm not running for Brooklyn D.A. Don't worry about it. I enjoy what I no do, Brooklyn, and no I, get to have, I get to have Chief Kemper on every Thursday. Chief, i got to talk about one other thing because this, this hits home. Another headline, Women, woman 20 years old fights off would-be rapist in latest subway terror after creep punches her in the face. What do you yeah. have to say about that, Chief Kemper? Yeah, I'm, I'm well aware of that incident that happened last week. Um, I'd rather not get into the, to the uh, it, it, that case is open. Um, and okay, special all right, all right, all right. I don't want, you know, I don't special want you victim, to... Special Victims has it. It, it. That was an attempted rape, and uh, I really would rather not talk no, about I, that case. Listen, uh, I, I, I got it, and there was the other thing was I saw something about a cello player. Uh, yeah. 23-year-old so, okay, yeah. with eight with yeah. eight prior arrests. Busted yeah. for attacking cello player in subway station after weeks on the lam, and she and and yeah, and, and she was arrested today. And she had two active warrants, right? What do you think happened in arraignment? Take a guess. You got to be kidding me. 
So take it. She was our award. So let's get right to the punch. She was our award. Oh my god. Uh, yeah, she was. Really? Our By award. the way, folks, it's released on your own recognizance, so you don't you don't have to put it. But dollar bail, you just get to walk right out. Right, and and listen, this is someone with two active warrants that we were looking for for uh, upwards of two weeks. All right, I want to jump in on this, Chief, really quick. So apparently, don't, don't, the DA don't. asked for her not to uh, be released, but the judge decided to release. That is accurate, hundred percent. Yeah. Why does that happen? I can't put my, I can't answer for the judge. I, you know what? And the judge, listen, the judge could have remanded. The judge could have set some sort of bail, uh, but the judge opted not to. But the judge, listen, to the DA's office, they did ask for bail. And the judge overruled the DA's request and said no. no what bail. jurisdiction was this? Brooklyn, Queens, where was Manhattan? Manhattan, Herald okay. Square. <laughs> okay. Yeah, and apparently was, her mother had called the police in the past for her as well. So she's serial recidivist here. Yeah, I mean, th- th- listen, if you saw the video, I think the video speaks of, of unhinged and the yes. danger to society. Um, th- this guy, here, here we have a guy uh, playing the cello in, in uh, Herald Square, uh, minding his business. I think he's a medical student, too. He is. Yep, and he uh, just completely unprovoked. Uh, th- this uh, it, this lady comes over to him and hits him in the head with a metal bottle. In the you, word, you know what, Chief Kemp, you don't want to say because I got to wrap. In the words of Bob Grant, they're sick and getting sicker. Um, yeah. Listen, I can't tell you how much I appreciate you coming on. As as uh, forget about it, as a host, but as someone who rides the subway, as someone who loves this city. Bob, know- did you listen to? Did you listen to the show last week? Every single second of it, and your parents must have been so proud of you. They they didn't know you, they didn't know you had another career inside of you. How did I do? Because you're a professional. How did yeah, I you do? Absolutely. You're always great. Yeah, and Mike, you know why? Because you speak to the people. All right, I got 10 seconds left before San Bolino kills me. Make sure you block out next Thursday, March 7th. We need you back on, all right, Chief Kemper? Off to be well. Joan, love you. Matt, be good. All right. All right, folks, it's Arthur Idol. We're going to take a quick break, and we'll come up and wrap the show. Don't go anywhere. Wesley Financial Group is not a law firm. Are you a victim of the timeshare trap and think there's no way out? I'm Chuck McDowell, founder of Wesley Financial Group, the original timeshare cancellation expert. And I'm here to tell you that there is a way out. We've helped over 30,000 families out of financial hardship by getting them out of bad timeshares. If your timeshare agreement goes on forever, if you were told timeshares are a great investment, or your maintenance fees will never go up, you have questions, we have the answers. At Wesley Financial Group, we're dedicated to helping timeshare owners get out of their financial nightmare. All you need to do is give my office a call. I will send you a timeshare exit information kit absolutely free, explaining how the timeshare industry works and your options for cancellation. Call now for your free timeshare exit information kit, 800-256-5533. That's 800-256-5533. 800-256-5533. Hi, it's Arthur Idala here for Bay Ridge Honda, run by my family friend, Rob Sabah. The Sabah family-owned and operated Honda dealer for over 60 years serves all five boroughs. I've gotten cars there. My friends have gotten cars there. My whole family has gotten cars there because everyone goes to Bay Ridge Honda because the Sabah family and their team are the best and most trusted in the business. This month, they have special deals. President's Day weekend, they're offering $1 down deals. Drive a brand new Honda home for just $1 down or a $1 oil change. The 
choice is yours. The brand new Hondas, like the all new Honda Civic, Honda HRV, the Honda CRV, the Honda Accord, and the Passport. They have them all ready for you to drive home today. Low finance rates are available with no payments until spring of 2024. 90 days with no payments. Bay Ridge Honda has the best prices around, top dollar for your trade-in, serving the five boroughs of New York. New vehicles come with their Bay Ridge Plus package for all your service needs. So visit Bay Ridge Honda, 4th Avenue and 88th Street in Bay Ridge, Brooklyn, or online at BayRidgeHonda.com. Kevin McCullough is next on AM 970, The Answer. Listening to you too, even better than the real thing. Today in 1992, U2 kicked off their North American leg of the Zoo TV tour. I was there, went there, been there, saw that. They kicked it off at the Lakeland Civic Center Arena in Florida. I wasn't there. Many acts have appeared at the Lakeland Civic Center, including Elvis Presley, the Rolling Stones, Rush, Bob Dylan. It was there where Kiss guitarist Ace Frehley was nearly electrocuted during a concert in 1976. San Bellino, you know anything about you, you know anything about the electrocution? I don't, but I, I'm glad I wasn't on stage when it happened. Oh, come on, man, come on. Um, so, ending the show on this Thursday night before I go to the Brooklyn Nets game with my boy Glenn, I'm going up to uh, the Barclays Center. I'm not allowed in Madison Square Garden to see the Knicks, who I I root for as well. I don't ask; it's a long story. Don't give me a hard time. Um, um, Glenn is someone who I know, Christopher Glenn, since I'm four years old. Four, and I'm 56. So I think that's like something like we've been friends for 52 years. Um, never lost touch for a minute. Um, so I'm checking out the New York Post, as I often do before we go on the air. And um, there's a very special place that Marion and I have. Um, it's our little hideaway. Um, and it's a little town in Rhode Island called Watch Hill. And right on the beach, um, in Watch Hill, when you go to the beach, there's this big white house up on the hill. And years ago now, we started going there during Hurricane Irene, which I think was 2011. We actually got there for the very first time. It opened, it was, it's an old place. It's called the Ocean House. Well, it's actually called Ocean House. There's no the in it, whatever. It was there for a hundred years. They, they didn't tear it down, but they restored it over, a, I don't know, a decade. They reopened in 2010, but it was, eh, didn't, you know, it took a while to get it up and running. Then we went there in 2011. We were there for one night and, um, they threw us out because of Hurricane Irene, but we've been back probably 20 times since then. And in 2015, this big, beautiful White House, which is right next to Ocean House, um, everyone's like, you know who bought that? I'm like, what? They're like, Taylor Swift. Now, in 2015, uh, almost a decade ago, Taylor Swift was not the Taylor Swift billionaire the way she is now. But the house has been very, like, mysterious. Um, I will tell you, when you drive by, there's security there. They changed the part of it from the beach because you almost had access to the house from the beach which is a public beach because beaches are public um, but today the new york post got um pictures of inside and outside taylor swift's iconic 17 million dollar rhode island vacation home and um there are pictures of her in the and it's just personal for me because i know the beach that she's on and she's flipping burgers at a at a um barbecue and but you know it's so like secluded it's so and and for the record we were having dinner one night when i think arthur was 
three, just me, Marianne, and Arthur, and um, in the restaurant of Ocean House. And there was Taylor at the corner table. I don't know if she was with her brother. It was wasn't like a romantic thing. It was a young man, but and um, at the end of the dinner, for those of you who want to know a little bit about Taylor Swift, without saying anything, she came over to us and said, "Your boy, your your son is so cute." And you know, Mary and I were very nice. It was like a sixty second interaction, but it was a very down to earth and pleasant um, interaction. Uh, and, but it, there's been all this mystery around what, like, what the house looks like and what it looks like inside. And the fantastic paper, the New York Post, um, has photographs of what it looks like and, um, all these kinds of stats about it. The New York Post, where today, um, the big headline in page six has to do with our client, Ghislaine Maxwell, where I, I am quoted extensively, um, with her permission. She told me what, what I could say to page six about how she's doing in prison and things about her appeal. So, um, you know, don't, don't, don't ever stop looking at the New York Post. Um, all right. I am excited. I am going to actually, I got the little Fiat tonight. That's the smallest car in, in the arsenal. I'm going to jump in that car. I'm going to drive down to Barclays. This way I could drive Glenn home afterwards. Um, and then tomorrow morning at 7.05, I'm on News Nation on their morning show to talk about the Trump, um, case here in New York. And then tomorrow, you should tune into the show for sure, because we have the fire commissioner of the city of New York, Lauren Kavanaugh, on our show. Um, and I'm, she'll be spilling what's going on in the FDNY. Have a great Thursday night, folks. We will see you tomorrow. The Arthur Idala Power Hour is sponsored by Idala Bertuna and Cammons, PC. Three star general Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to, he understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal record to the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.